Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everyone, I'm back and proud to announce a new sponsor of the podcast, Young Living Essential Oils. These oils are great and have a wide range of use. For those who listen to my basketball podcast, Strictly Hoop Talk, they have oils that help relax, relieve, and heal your muscles. And for those of you that listen to my hip-hop podcast, Strictly Hip Hop, and love music like me, Or if you're a college student like me dealing with a lot of stress, they have essential oils that help your mood and emotions. There is scientific proof that these essential oils are a healthier alternative than the prescribed medications, and the proof is in their seed-to-seal promise that every oil is natural from their farms and fully tested before it is shipped. If you still need more proof, I've tried these oils myself and noticed a great difference and my friends have too. You guys know Nick Keel from my Strictly Hip Hop podcast, right? He uses these oils all the time for everything from writing music to relaxing to focusing, and he swears by it. Again, he uses these oils every single day. I'm not joking. To get more information and purchase these oils, contact Teresa. Her email will be in the description. And if you want to purchase an Everyday Starter Kit, check the description of the podcast for the link. And remember, the information is not intended to treat or prevent disease or is a substitute for medical treatment or advice. Young Living is not sharing here as medical doctors, but they are here to teach you about health and support for your systems and to keep your body fit and well. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop John Connor Week. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty, at Real Chris Platty on Twitter, and my guy, Connor Ennis, at Connor Ennis on Twitter, once again is back for another episode, the fourth episode of John Connor Week. We got, uh, we got the People's Rapper, the Eminem mixtape, where John Connor goes over Eminem's. Uh, some of his most famous beats and uh, some other some other kind of low key ones as well. Basically, just the ones John Connor decided to pick. I, I think they're just personal favorites of his. But um, anyways, Connor, I'll let you. We don't have to do the background stuff because at this point, you know, we know who John Connor is. You're four episodes into John Connor week, so you know who John Connor is. 
So let's just jump right into it here. Um, Connor, what uh, track do you want to start with? All right, first song, we're, we're going to jump right into 25 to Life. Um, the reason, the main reason that I picked this song first was because I remember, it, it's not even just the first time I heard it, but like as I listened to this mixtape, it always stands out to me because, and I think a lot of it is because of um, Leah Mack's hook on the song. Yeah. I think, like, I think the hook is really good. She, she did a, like, it seems a lot more almost professional than some of her other hooks do it seems like some of them are like just kind of on the spot but this one seems like i don't know if maybe it's just this yeah more polished but it might just be like the way that this song maybe fits her style more i don't know um but yeah her hook on this is really fire um you know in the and in the past i've said that this is pretty much my favorite type of john connor music is when he does these type of songs with these type of vibes um, I love the inspirational music and, you know, he throws in the bars in there as well. Um, I think this beat is the, the exact type of beat that fits his style really, really well. And I think just overall, like he just did a really fantastic job with the song lyrically. Um, I mean the beat, obviously it's going to be fire. It's an, it's a popular Eminem song and, uh, the hook as well. So that was one, the reason that I picked this this says the first one to go over. Yeah, man. Um, I love this track. It's a personal favorite of mine as well. Um, I just love the way, uh, the way the song builds, you know, um, the second verse, you know, he start, you know, the way he builds on, you know, the aspect of celebrity and, and of entertainment that people don't really want to address. And that's, you know, at the end of the day, these celebrities are human. So he has those really powerful lines when he's talking about, you know, Whitney Houston, who obviously passed away, and he's talking about, you know, like how she was basically out there screaming for help and nobody really, you know, dug the signs or cared. You know, they just looked at him as inhuman. You know, he even has a line like, what, could you do music? You ain't human. This shit is stupid. You know what I'm saying? And he, so he's, um, so he really delivers that verse. And of course, his passion just amplifies the message as always. And, um, it's a real, it's a real thing because I mean, we're seeing it still nowadays with, um, just last year we lost Lil Peep, the, um, the artist as well. And, you know, after his death, you know, we've seen a lot of, we went back and, you know, we as a collective whole kind of realized that we had missed some signs. And so this is something that's, you know, he did four or five years ago now, and it's still, being um and it's still an impact that's happening or it's still something that's happening today it's still a topic that is happening today and there's just not enough mental awareness when it comes to um when it comes to celebrities they're kind of just looked at as as inhuman as as immortal and not really as people so i really like that he does that and then of course he enters with um some of my Honestly, one of my favorite John Connor lines of like any of his songs, you know, he just says, you know, he starts off the verse with saying, you know, who do I tell this when I'm feeling helpless? Don't want to burden nobody with my problems. That'd be selfish. I see people with genuine smiles and I get jealous. A prison of a passion, you know, inside my mind's a set where the cell is. So, you know, those are just very powerful words. And um, again, you, you spoke on it as well. Uh, the 25 Delight beat um, with it being so soft. Um, really just compliments John Connor and allows him allows his passion to really um, 
to really uh, get portrayed through the track and uh, project through the track. And so it's a it's an awesome song. Um, and I feel like, you know, I feel like we kind of bring this up in all of these reviews, but uh, this is what Connor is good at and it never and it never gets old. Yeah, that that word passion that we've thrown around, I don't know how many times, times now on this. You can't play a drinking series, game with it. It's like, man, but it's so true. It's yeah. there's no other word. It's just like there's just not many people that you can listen to where you can just really feel their energy through through the songs and through their lyrics and stuff. It's just wild, man. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's incredible. So without further ado, I'd like to jump into my first track. Um, the track I got is beautiful, and it's going to kind of go off of 25 to Life. Um, it's a very personal track. This, to me, is one of the strongest tracks that really highlight who or why John Connor is called the quote-unquote people's rapper because with the content of the verses he's talking about, like, um, you know, he mentions helping a kid who was suicidal, um, how his music helped a kid who was suicidal, and then, uh, and then the way he chooses to just over the instead of instead of redo the hook he he chooses to just speak motivational words over over the hook and it's just super powerful and in my opinion um i even like it much better than the original um in the original eminem version of beautiful which is also a very good track as well but i again i thought that i thought that john connor speaking over the hook with his motivational words you know about hate only breeding more hate you know all that self-love and everything of that was just really was just really well done, and I thought that really kind of stands out to why he's um, why he's called the people's rapper because, you know, there's a lot of conscious rappers, but, um, but not really not many of them are doing this kind of thing where they'll just stop in the middle of a song and talk to you and really just, and really just um, speak motivationally for um, for the listener and help like inspire the listener and so. It's it's an awesome it's an awesome feeling track. It's a very deep cut, but at the same time, it's very inspirational. So it's a definitely a highlight record for me. Yeah the the title I, you know as we're talking about these now I'm I'm realizing more and more that the title that he used for this uh, for this mixtape and you, you know he calls himself the people's rapper, but it's so relevant like on a lot of these songs on this mixtape. It's pretty crazy because. You know, he's he's really just like and not even just this mixtape. He could he could name every mixtape like the people's rapper one, two, three, four, five, and just keep going because there's so much shit on there that is just like headphone music for the listener to whether it's, you know, to like get through um some times that are rough in life or whatever, just through his lyrics and motivation or whatever it may be. It's just like he's so good at that and I feel like we stress it a lot, but the people need to know, man. The people need to know who John Connor is. Like like we talked about, man, look at those YouTube views. There's no way that he shouldn't have way more than what he does on some of those songs. It's crazy. Yeah, man. But one thing one thing you didn't bring up that I do uh, want to say about this is that um, I don't know the person's actual name. I just know the track list says D. Wayne. Do you know who, what the first name is of that, of the uh, the person that does the hook on this song? Uh, no, I do not. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've always just saw D Wayne, right. but that he did a phenomenal job on this hook. I thought it was very good. This is probably, I think this is the best hook on the, on the entire thing. This and 25 to life are two, two incredible hooks. Yeah, that's, um, that's a strong take there, but I'm not mad at it. Not at all. Um, 
it's an yeah it's it's just like i said it's an awesome um and it's and it's fresh too i mean like i can't really remember any other songs um granted this is a mixtape so with mixtapes back in the day it was a little bit more acceptable to do things like this and be experimental like this but um you know i can't really recall many many songs where um where a hook is just you know really um the background vocal um the dude is singing the hook in the background and and you know you're just speaking um so it's yeah. very um so it's very awesome very different uh always stands out every listen um and it's a song that i really um i love to show um i love to show people um because you know i i i always share john connor's music when i can with with friends of mine and fans of mine and listeners of the podcast and this to me is again one of the songs that i will always show them because you know i've seen a lot of people that i've shown you know i've said oh he's a people rapper and they kind of give john connor a side eye for that saying you know that's a pretty like that's kind of isn't that like kind of like contradiction or arrogant to you know call yourself the people's rapper but it's songs like this that show why like he's just he's very he's very down to earth and very human so um this is an awesome record by john definitely for sure man all right um if we're done with that one i'll hop into the next the uh next record that i picked all right so i picked stan and i know that you like this song as well (laughs) love it um the the tributes on this you know the the content of the song the tributes to biggie Pac and mc breed who uh, i'm not completely familiar with mc breed i don't know if i've heard the name really besides this song Um, but i I can give some background but go ahead Um, okay i I do know that i know john connor like met him and he's one i don't know if he's like a hero of him or if he's inspired by him or whatever but um him doing a tribute to him after he passes was sick too um and honestly bro i i don't know if you feel this way but i think he definitely picked the best eminem beat to do this uh this song on yeah you would agree with that yeah and i love um and i love the concept he did too you know instead of just you know um again he took the writing letter concept but he twisted it right you know is writing it to the heroes which is awesome yeah um and i think what makes i think what makes this so like so awesome is you know that rainy the rainy instrumental in the background with like the kind of uh depressing vibe is just like perfect for the topics at hand because you know obviously we're talking about death and the people that inspired him that are gone that he obviously wishes was still here like all of us still do um but i really love my favorite part of it is the lyric in the in the uh, tupac verse when he says yeah my homie had a sister who had the same story as brenda and see you knew her pain that was the only thing that mattered so why don't you go ask her if tupac was just a rapper and that is literally such a perfect lyric to describe Tupac in my Mm -hmm. opinion because that's what I when I talk about like the best artists of hip-hop I mean Pac is my favorite of all time and this is this is literally what I say because Pac is more than just a rapper he is literally like what hip-hop really is in in total he might not be the best lyrically he might not be the best or even the deepest which I actually do think he is probably about the deepest rapper ever um or even had like the greatest work ever but it was like just everything about him put together is just mm-hmm. so, so hip hop yeah. so hip hop and so i i love that lyric that's like oh, just amazing when i every time i hear it i'm just like yes yes yeah 
Um, yeah, man, that's 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 incredible. Um, the Tupac thing is just that that verse like really just encapsulizes like everything exactly how I feel about about Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it just you know you know the the, the line about you know um, I hate how people look at you and all they got was thugging because keep your head up was what taught me how to treat a woman and like you know i i love showing that song to people that um people that just don't understand Pac. you know what i'm saying like uh it, it's like if if you don't get who tupac is like this is a great 16 bars to show you exactly who he is and just how impactful he was Facts. um Facts. And then, and then, you know, I, you touched on it. The biggie, the biggie verse also was, was very well done, but, um, the MC breed thing to get into that real quick, um, just to give some background on some of the listeners, um, MC breed was actually born in John Connor's hometown, Flint, um, born and raised there. And he's considered the first, um, he, he's, he's basically like his claim to fame is like, is he's the first commercially successful rapper to come out of the whole Midwest. And so, um, uh, he had his solo debut album in 1992, and um, he actually had a song with Pac that reached like top, I think top five, maybe it was like top ten oh, somewhere no around shit. there. On I the did billboard. not know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was actually he actually worked with Pac early, um, which was another uh, dope thing, and that was like one of um, that was that was a big moment for both of them. And so, um, like to this day, if you search MC Breed, like probably one of the first records that comes up is that Tupac record, um, you know, called, uh, called Gotta Get Mine. And so, um, yeah, he's just, he's basically just, you know, John Connor in that verse, like, that's why, um, that's why he chose to write, uh, why he chose to do MC Breed last because he just has such a great affection for MC Breed who, again passed who passed away who has since passed away and like you said he did do a tribute song for him which he addressed in that verse and so that's the reason why it's just like the hometown connection you know it's like basically john connor saying you know mc breed was a guy who really just opened all the doors for for me like he's you know he is the true pioneer um but it's funny as a kid before i really knew who mc breed was i had always I'd always wanted that third verse to be Eminem just because it was Eminem's tape. Like I would have liked um, to have him have a letter to Eminem. But, you know, as I grew up and grew to understand who MC Breed was and what he meant to John Connor, um, that was, uh, it all just makes sense. And it's a, it's a perfect way to end it. So, I mean, from a hip hop listener's perspective, it's kind of strange to go from Biggie to Tupac to MC Breed. But yeah, um, but overall, just knowing Connor and the context of who John Connor is and what he's about, um, it just it fits perfectly. So it's a, yeah. it's a standout record, one hundred percent. It's an awesome, awesome song. Yeah, I definitely think it fits better too. That you know, all three of the artists that he's rapping about her have passed away. You know, yeah. having having M on there would kind of I think it would kind of feel weird as he's talking about like the death of biggie and tupac and then all this like and then at the end he's just like doing a tribute to eminem i'd rather see that on like a different song than mm-hmm. just you know i don't i don't know to me it seems like it'd, it'd be kind of weird to, to throw eminem in there with those two yeah but but yeah uh the song overall is awesome i love it yeah yeah it's an it's an awesome song um like i said definitely a standout so um 
if if I can, I'll jump to um, I'll jump to my next track, which is actually the second track on the project, uh, "Till I Collapse." Now, okay. this one is just man. This one is is so raw. Um, the way he comes in, you know, talking about um, talking about just like mainstream rappers, labels, and his aggress and just like he's just so aggressive and assertive against um against all these against all these trends and these mainstream artists and these labels and um it's really just it's really um it's it's really amazing how you know looking back like um or looking now like you can still um you like these these thoughts of you know this whole like generation gap in hip-hop has only grown since this um, so it's, so it's very interesting how the song is still so relevant. Um, and, and it really shows just why John Connor stands out so much against his, uh, or stands out as opposed, uh, with his contemporaries. And, um, but man, the, the way he, you know, the way he talks about it on the, that third verse is so crazy. Like I want labels baffled, like how, how we let this guy get away. Like imagine all the motherfuckers that hurt that yes. pass on Jay. Or the labels that heard Jesus walks and passed on yay. Yes. Or, and then he talks about, you know, the folks who ain't see the future and Wayne turned around and became and he became the top dog in the game. Don't yes. worry. I'm going to make him feel exactly the same. John Connor motherfucker. Yes, remember bro. the name? That, that th- Those are some of Connor's hardest bars ever. That was bro, just Bro, awesome. that's some real ass shit too, dude. Yeah. That's, um, that, that was just an awesome, awesome. And that was before he signed to Dre. Yeah. Um, so that was, so that was really dope. So he could have, he could have really flexed, you know. Had he, I think this was like a year before he signed to Dre. Um, so yeah, he could have, he could have really flexed that now. But yeah, that was just, that was just such a, such a hip hop moment, you know, the way he's able to bring up Jay, Kanye, and Wayne, and then say, you know, I'm gonna make him feel exactly the same. John Connor, remember the name, like. Yeah, that that shit's just that gives me goosebumps every time. That shit's I so know. raw. So, um, yeah, definitely is definitely a standout track. Yeah, when he's, dude, that's the best part though. Is at the end when he's like, "John Connor, motherfucker." Yeah, remember the name. It's like, damn, bro. Okay, I see you, bro. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I see this, you. Yeah, this dude, this song is so hard, bro. It's, I mean, honestly though, if you if you don't come with it until I collapse, though, bro, you're yeah, gonna you have to, especially like if if some real hip hop people hear it, that you're gonna you're gonna hear it, bro. You're gonna hear about it if you didn't bring it. Like, oh yeah, he did, this but he beat definitely justice. did. Oh, he 100, percent bro. This beat, oh, this beat's so fire. It'll, yeah, I mean, everybody knows this. Everybody knows till I collapse. It's not like it's some secret gem yeah it's not yeah exactly so it's dude there's so but like everything in this song there's so many good parts of it where he's just saying shit and it's like damn like and like you were saying a lot of this shit's still relevant today because he's he says it's uh because to me it's common sense this is just bad business yeah that guy failed and this guy failed why do you sign somebody that sounds just like him and expect him to sell it's like Fuck yes, that's ex- like bro, dead on. That's a hundred percent true. Like it's so crazy how he makes it seem so obvious. It's it is obvious, bro. Right, it like, really. Is, but it's well, but it's not. I yeah, get it. Yeah. I yeah. get it. I it, see both. I I see both sides of it. But you know when when somebody comes out and they're hot and it's like, 
Yeah, they're hot right now, but they they had no real come up, so they have no real fans. And if if they don't create they don't have a hits like they yeah. yeah, they don't have any foundation. So if they don't create hits on hits on hits, they're not going to sell because people aren't like people aren't invested in them. They just yeah. like they like the hit that came out. And everybody knows who we're talking about, so we don't need to name drop or anything, but <laughs> But it's so true to this day, man. But yeah, this song is so fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Um, you want to get into your last track you want to bring up? Yes, sir. All right. Um, the last song that I picked is Soldier. Uh, nice. Great follow up to Till I Collapse. Bro, yes, exactly. We did this perfectly, bro. Yeah. So, like, okay, I, I, wrote, I wrote down some of my favorite uh, lyrics from it, but like, just. The lyrics from top to bottom of this yeah. whole song are so fire. Oh uh, this this is probably – I don't know if like overall it's in my top five songs by John Connor. But like for, for his uh, sort of um, like hard aggressive rapping songs, this is definitely up there. This definitely was like – this was – yeah, this category, is yeah. – when I heard this shit, I was like – Oh shit! Like this is this is this is some shit right here, right. and the music video is so dope too. Have you seen that? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, the music video, the music is, video is fire. Fun. But literally, like, like for what the, the shit that he's saying on this, this beat couldn't be any more perfect, and the energy is just so high, it's awesome. Um, so the first lyric I wrote down was, uh, well, just part of the chorus. He says, "Go ahead and try to doubt me. Think I'm a lose? Then y'all don't know nothing about me." That's yeah. Oh, that's that's gritty, bro. And then he says, um, "We uh, going back pretty much to the shit that we were just talking about. We live in an era where we got rappers that can't rap. And why would you get in a ring and box, box if, if you, you can't it, see, scratch?" It says, "It says on the I think rap genius is wrong because it says you that can't scratch, but that doesn't make any yeah, sense. I think scrap. it's a scrap, yeah, scrap, right? It's hundred percent scrap." So why would you get in a ring and box if you can't scrap? So why would you grab a mic and do, do this, this if, if you, you can't, can't snap? snap? That was so hard. <laughs> So hard, bro. That was and I so heard that, hard. I was like, "Oh shit, yeah." And then he says, "Um," and then in the in the last verse, he says, "I'm killing MCs and beats. They ain't dying of old age. I'm running on <laughs> running them over as a result of my road rage." When he said that too, I was like, "So oh, many bars, dude. like I'm trapped in my own cage." Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so, dude, literally, there's so many bars on. Oh this. yeah, my it's favorite. Crazy. My favorite is the funny one. I'm the wrong one to test when I get in my zone. You do you fucking yourself like having sex I'm with your clone. Your clone. Yes, bro. Yes, bro. Dude, this. Oh man, this is. Dude, this. He's snapping on the whole thing, yeah. and he is bringing it, bro. Like it's not like he's just. It's not like he's just rapping like on some flow. He is literally like yelling at you, like motherfucker. Yeah. You better know who I am because I got bars. Yeah, man. That that was tough, man. And the last one I want to point out is. Um, uh, y'all, y'all annoying like that ex bitch that couldn't move on. <laughs> like, they're just they're so funny, but like he delivers them so seriously. It's just like damn, it's so so raw. So um, yeah, that shit is uh, that is a that is a fire track. That is one hundred percent a top five um John Connor snapping track if you if we'll call it that. I also think um. That it's and and this beat is so sick too. Like yeah. this, it's not even just John Connor that kills this. Eminem murdered this beat. Yeah, Eminem literally murdered it, dude. It's so fire, so fucking fire, bro. Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a dope dope track. Like he one hundred percent brought it, and you can't say anything else. <laughs> no, no. If you haven't heard this song, go listen to that shit because and it, it comes will right you... after Stand too. What a shake up. I know, I know, right? 
wild, man. Yeah, and then it leads into lose yourself, and you're just like, man, like, here we go. Yeah, it's a, it's it's dope. Um, it's it's a dope record. So without further ado, I'll move on to my last song. Then we'll get into our overall thoughts here. Um, I'm going with. I think it's only right that I go with the closing track. Then when I'm gone. So um, when I'm gone, uh, obviously over Eminem's famous uh, song off of uh, what was that? Curtain Call. That's what it was. Um, yes. Yeah, and, uh, which was a, which was an Eminem song that I really liked um, as a kid, and I still like now. But um, he just had so many powerful bars in this. Um, again, we talked about it with Stan and with um, and with Twenty Five to Life. Like those kind of soft spoken instrumentals really just fit um, John Connor very well, and um, I think it fits John Connor. Um, even better than it fit Eminem on the original version. And I love the original version with Eminem, but I think I think just saying like fit wise, I think I think this beat this instrumental fits John Connor so perfectly. And so you know he has so many powerful lines of talking about so many things on on this um, on on this track. You know he, he addresses the MC Breed. Um, he he addresses the MC Breed thing uh, about about being sued for you know paying a tribute to MC Breed, which was fucked up. But uh, one of my favorite lines of the of the whole mixtape really, or one of my favorite set of bars, is when he says, you know, I'm never I never glorify the killing that goes on where I'm from. This shit hurts. I still got scars from dying so young. Y'all y'all want me to spit hate and like I'm happy you ride with that gun. When I'd have seen so many die, you fucking sound dumb. Now let me ask you a question, homie. What makes you a real one? Because your boy started some shit and you went and got killed with him. Y'all can keep it. Fuck your street cred because I don't need it. Because y'all don't appreciate life until you lie in there bleeding. And, yeah. you know, that that's just really awesome coming from where John Connor comes from. He could obviously talk about that stuff. Like, um, he obviously, you know, experienced that stuff and he, um, and he would quote-unquote have like the past in hip-hop to rap about you know the gang culture and the violence and everything but he specifically chooses not to and and he really just explains why and really just flips the whole perspective and shows you like 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 this is why i don't rap about it like look how fucking stupid it would be for me to rap about about my people killing each other you know so it was just an awesome awesome um it was just an awesome way to close out the album or the mixtape, I should say, um, and it's just it's just some of the most powerful bars, and it just really sticks with you and shows you that this is why John Connor is special because you know he's not just he's not just talking about he's he's never really contradicting himself. He's not you know really talking about gang violence, and you know when he's asked to talk about gang violence, he explains it on on tracks like this, and so it's it's an awesome moment, and it's what really just um, makes John Connor both the music artist and the person very inspiring. Yeah. He's, he's just one of the, he's one of those guys. that's just like, I don't, I don't know. Woke is the right word or whatever, yeah. but he, you know, he's, he, he understands he's not stupid. He knows what's going on around. And this is, and I, I, I think this is the type of shit that like people like just every, everybody, regardless of, you know, race, religion, whatever it is, need to hear this type of shit because it's it's real. And if we act like it's not, like the shit's not going to stop. And in order to do something about it, people got to know about it. So this is the type of shit I think, you know, w- and when John Connor starts popping off, 
in the future with his albums and stuff like that. This is the type of shit that's going to resonate with people and people are going to, you know, this is, people are going to remember John Connor for this type of shit. You know, he's these types of, of records that he's going to do. And I, I can't, I can't even imagine what they're going to sound like when they're his stuff with full production and, and, you know, and, and a full, um, you know, a full label of creative people behind him. It's going to be amazing. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot else to say about this. Um, the only thing um, I, li- I like, uh, I like that all the focus is on like the lyrics of the song. And then he didn't put a whole lot of, of um, uh, like effort into making sure the hook was like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it it puts a lot more emphasis on his verses, which is sick. And we talked about that in the past about how that's what, at least for me, I think that's it makes mixtapes awesome. Like when people did these types of mixtapes back in the in the underground days, probably like five to seven years. Well, when I was listening to underground mixtapes, it was like five to seven years ago. So yeah, that was that was the only thing I wanted to say. Like John Connor didn't have to just literally repeat the chorus and it just be him. Like he could have. He could have made it different or even had somebody else do it, but he didn't. He just like clearly put all the emphasis on his verses. Yeah, which was which was awesome. So all right, without further ado, you wanna jump into your overall thoughts? Yeah, overall thoughts and ratings. this uh yeah, I mean I kinda touched on it earlier. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna go over Eminem beats right. and this this goes for more people than just Eminem, but like if you're gonna go over Eminem beats you got to bring it. You got to showcase your talent to the max. And I think John Connor does that, especially just lyrically. Like he's definitely, um, I think he showed on this that he's definitely worthy of, of taking an Eminem beat and remixing it. Um, there's a lot of really good tracks on here that I really like. This is, this is one of my favorite tapes of his that I go back to all the time. Um, this for me, like I, I go back to this tape more than probably, maybe all of them for not the whole tape, but for certain songs and stuff right. like the songs that we've talked about, like these are some of my favorites. Those so. are constant John Connor rotation songs. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Um, I don't, in my honest opinion, I don't think that this is like, I don't think this is like some, some no ceilings type shit where it's, you know, people, people don't even know about this first of all, but right. so it's not like this is like some, um, like super hit mixtape and, People, I think eventually when people look back on John Connor's mixtape resume, you know, 10 years, maybe even more than that from now, they're going to be like, how did I miss out on all this? Because he has some real gems on here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like overall, I wouldn't say it's my favorite mixtape, but it has some of my favorites to go back to for sure. Right. Um, and uh, I would give it, I would give this mixtape. Uh, about like a seven and a half to an eight out of ten. Okay. Um, I am also um, going with an eight as well for this mixtape. Uh, for a lot of the reasons you you talked about is that you're right. Um, well, I don't think overall, like track by track, this is his best uh, mixtape. I think that he has really strong highlights that pull me in, and he has quite a few of them. I mean, songs that I... John Connor songs that I return to on the regular, uh, Till I Collapse, 25 to Life, um, Stan, 
role model, soldier, lose yourself, uh, beautiful, when I'm gone. Um, I love, we didn't actually talk about these as well, but he had a couple of the, um, he had a couple of like the cypher tracks with, uh, with, you know, all the people that he runs with, Lyric the Queen and, you know, all that. And um, those were dope as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it has a lot of um, tracks that I return to. Um, there are some tracks that I rarely will return to on this thing, but not because it's not because they're bad, but they're just records that, again, it's just like, it's just a thing. Like you, everyone always just returns to their favorites by their artists at the end of the day. And so it's kind of just songs that kind of get lost in the mix as opposed to actually being bad. Um, but yeah, so like I said, I give this an eight out of 10. It's a very, very strong mixtape. Um, it holds my attention the entire way through. You can listen to it the entire way through. And, um, you know, as I was listening to it again on, for the umpteenth time on the way through to review for this podcast, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm like, wow, like there really aren't bad moments. Like there's just, it's just, it's just good moments and then highlights. And so it's uh, very, very impressive. Um, it's a, it's an awesome, it's an awesome mixtape. Definitely recommend it. Definitely. I think one of the strongest, um, one of the strongest in his catalog, uh, we'll kind of, we'll kind of get into rankings at the very end of, of John Connor week. We'll probably, we'll, we'll come out with some type of ranking, uh, overall, but for now, yeah, I definitely say this is on the upper half of his, uh, mixtape catalog for sure. I definitely like it. Oh yeah. Yep. I agree with you, man. All right. And without further ado, I think that will wrap up John Connor Week episode four, The People's Rapper. Um, again, all these mixtapes are on Dat Piff, so go check them out on Dat Piff. You can get them all there. Um, Connor, once again, thank you for joining me. That's Connor Ennis on uh, Twitter at just Connor Ennis, right? Yeah, just at Connor Ennis. Yeah. And me, as always, um, you can find me on Twitter at Real Chris Platty, C H R I S P L A T T E. You can find me there. Um, I have my Strictly Hip Hop podcast as well as my um, as well as my Strictly Hoop Talk podcast, which covers the NBA. And um, obviously, it's playoff time for NBA basketball, so it's uh, it's an awesome time. I got a lot of awesome content um, dropping w- with the NBA and as well as hip hop. Um, I got some. I got a few tricks up my sleeve in addition to this John Connor week that I'm working on. So stay tuned for those. Um, and once again, everybody, thank you for listening and we'll see you back again tomorrow for the next episode of John Connor, um, of John Connor week.